Hi, cuties. Welcome back to the Harajuku Realm, formerly the Royal Diary Podcast, where we talk all things fashion, fashion entrepreneurship, and just the glam life of fashion that you all want to be a part of. My name is Ginger Nichelle, and today's topic is about photo shoots and photo shoot help. How do you hire models? How do you hire photographers? How do you work with people? How does this whole thing work? Perhaps you've seen people online, or maybe myself included, hopefully, uh, and they have photo shoots and they have models and everything looks cool and the content creation day and everything. I'm going to let you know it is a very stressful day. (laughs) It's fun, but it's real stressful. But I'm going to help you uh, and let you know how I handle my shoots. So hopefully this um, podcast will be uh, helpful for you as well. First and foremost, getting professional photos of any of your products is key to looking like a legit and real business. <laughs> because uh, especially now with a lot of people trying to drop ship items um, who are stealing pictures, which has been a thing for a while, but stealing pic- pictures and saying this is the item and then that's not what the item actually is. <laughs> um, it's good to actually get professional photos of your items completely. Uh, Now, professional doesn't mean that you need to go and pay somebody um, $2,500 to shoot three products and get about 10 pictures. No, (laughs) that's not what I mean. Professional just means that they are taken with good lighting, uh, with a good and clean background, and that they are just edited maybe slightly because uh, you usually do have to fix lighting no matter what, but edit it and edit, you know, maybe little dirt spots out in the background or something if you're on a paper background or um, maybe you're taking pictures in the park and there's spray paint on one of the walls. Um, that doesn't make sense and doesn't actually look cool. Uh, you know, so just having professional photos look like that. Not something that is a selfie, not something that has a busy background, really good um, front, back, side pictures of your product. So when you're making plans to have a photo shoot, make a budget for yourself and try to stick with it the best that you can. So your budget can include the cost of the photographer. Uh, I would say that is where you want to spend your money the probably the most because the photographer is going to be the ones taking your photos. If you can't afford a photographer to take your photos, you can take them yourself, but you will have to uh, get good at either knowing angles. So that would be looking up research on how fat, uh, other fashion photo shoots happen and kind of copying those angles, maybe investing also in a tripod because maybe you're not used to holding a camera up all the time uh, like uh, regular photographers are used to constantly holding up cameras uh, and things of that nature. Uh, Also, you want to think about your models. If you are uh, a clothing brand, 
or maybe an accessories brand, but you want models in the photo, uh, you do want to consider uh, how much it's going to cost to uh, have those models in in the shoot. You need to do some styling things where adding maybe hats or sunglasses or, uh, for example, if you are an accessories designer and you're just showing the handbags and the jewelry, you're going to have to clothe the model in something to match the aesthetic of your accessories. If you are a fashion brand, uh, you do want to think about still accessories, belts, hats, sunglasses, shoes, uh, jewelry, things of that nature. So you may have to purchase them. You Sometimes models have them available, but you do want to think about that all within your budget and when you're making that budget. If you can't afford, uh, let's say, shoes for everyone, usually models have uh, basic black shoes. Um, maybe they have white, maybe they have nude, or maybe they have a different color that represents your brand, let's say red or something. They might have those. Usually, though, models for sure will have a pair of black heels because most, um, if you're using women uh, women models, they do have black heels. Um, I don't do menswear, so I'm not sure what the standard is for menswear designers or kids designers or things like that but I'm sure there's also kind of a standard shoe that those models will have. Also think about where you want your location to be. Do you want to shoot in a studio? Do you want to shoot in a park? Do you want to shoot on um, the streets maybe to make it look more like the model, you captured the model wearing your clothes walking down the street? Think about all those things. Uh, renting out spaces uh, can be pricey, can be cheap. It really depends on where you're located, where the space is located, what's included in the space. Um, a lot of spaces that I have rented before um, cost a couple hundred dollars for like a six or seven hour shoot, uh, which I try to really ball on a budget. So I try to find the places that are you know, uh, maybe fifty dollars, seventy-five, fifty to seventy-five dollars an hour or less is usually what I try to find. Uh, just because I am always balling on a budget. <laughs> but um, a friend of mine, a designer friend of mine, she did her whole shoot actually outside because uh, in the streets of LA because that was her brand of like an urban ninja looking uh brand so she did do that and it actually it actually worked with her brand and worked with her whole aesthetic so i would keep those things in mind also when shooting outdoors like in parks and certain places on the street you do have to keep in mind that some places do not allow you to film you might need a permit so when you're doing your research look into that Typically, spaces that you rent out on, like Peer Space, um, you don't need any permits or any insurance. That's all included in the price that you uh, pay for. And if you are on a budget and you are trying to find a photographer, trying to find a model, um, you can find um, models uh, and photographers that will work for uh, trade for portfolio. 
you know, if you want to maybe test a couple models out, maybe you do do it for a trade or you would pay them um, maybe less than what you what a normal model fee would be just because they're trying to build up their portfolio. You're trying to build up yours. There's that trade off. Um, also, for the photographer, same kind of deal. If you have a photographer that is just learning or is a hobbyist and is willing to charge you less, those people do exist and they are out there. Um, you just have to find them. You can maybe do word of mouth or you can um, go to some of these forums that uh, have photographers looking to uh, build up their portfolio and maybe shoot fashion because all they've shot before are wedding portraits, but they also want to now do fashion. So those people are out there. Um, Model Mayhem was a place where I found a lot of models and a lot of photographers. Now I'm a little bit more word of mouth, but uh, Model Mayhem was like a big one. There's also plenty of Facebook groups uh, and things of that nature where it's model networking, photography networking, um, all those things where uh, people do offer up their services to help out other designers. <laughs> you can also cut costs by keeping things simple. Uh, if you do run out of space, let's say you can run out a plain background space that doesn't have any furniture or anything, just a plain space to shoot in for typically under $40 an hour. Uh, so that's not too bad if you, you know, factor in everyone can meet at one central location and uh, you can get your shoot done. Also, you know, you can have the models come hair and makeup ready so you don't have to pay an additional person uh, or persons to do hair and makeup and handle that. The only thing is, is that you will probably have to send the models pictures of your, uh, what your inspiration is for the shoot. If you want them to have red lips, pink lips, nude lips, black lips, whatever you should send them inspiration pictures from Pinterest or something so that they know how to do their makeup. Also, just know that it might be basic. They might only know how to do the basics of their makeup, just enough to get them to cast things and things of that nature. They may not actually be good at doing makeup as good as a makeup artist. <laughs> so just keep that, they, keep that in mind. It can totally be fine and it doesn't ruin the pictures or make it look any less professional, but just keep that in mind and keep your expectations where they should actually land. <laughs> so you also want to determine a lot of things before the shoot happens. Um, make sure there's uh, a breakdown in communication of how many pictures you're going to get back from the photographer. If you want all the pictures from the photo shoot, if you just want a certain edited amount, um, if there's going to be a lighting setup or is the photographer going to have to bring their lighting setup, um, how long it's going to take to get those pictures back from the photographer, how long it's going to take for uh, you to get those pictures to the models, if the photographer is going to edit the photos, if you are going to edit the photos, or if you're just going to send them out and maybe hire someone off of Fiverr, um, or Upwork to edit the photos for you. Make sure all of that information is 
solidified before you enter the shoot. Typically what I do is I send everyone a email of what I expect them to bring when it comes to um, clothing, undergarments, shoes, hair, jewelry, makeup, etc. And then closer to the shoot, I kind of give a little bit more breakdown of what is going to happen maybe the night before or two nights before I give like a breakdown of here are the times we're going to arrive at this time. We're going to set up at this time. We're going to break for lunch at this time. We're going to start breaking down this time. We're going to be wrapped at this. So then everybody has a whole day of knowing exactly what's going to happen, what time they need to be there. Um, and etc. So and also people know when they're going to get their pictures back. So it wasn't just they did a photo shoot and they never got their pictures. Um, because uh, I can tell you that in my younger days, I say younger, like it wasn't like 10 years ago. Um, when I would when I did cosplay heavily, and I would uh, do a lot of cosplay modeling, I'll say in quotations, um, there have been many times where I never got pictures back from the photographer. I never saw the pictures again. They never posted them. I asked about them. They said they'll get to them. Asked about three times and never got to them, never got them. And I guess they just exist on a hard drive somewhere. Um, and the photographer's like, that was my old work and I hate it. So I'll never show it to the public ever. So that also may happen. <laughs> Sorry, little rant there. But um you don't want that to happen to you because you will need those photos for your website, for um, content creation, uh, for banners, for um, at running ads, for whatever you need them for, for your entire, for what you need them for. <laughs> you do need those photos. So um, you do want to establish all of that in the beginning. So in conclusion, I know this one has been a little tad bit longer. There's so much information and I feel like there's even more. I could probably make a part two to this. Um, adding like having a stylist in the mix and having hair and makeup in the mix. Uh, but in conclusion, you just want to make sure you have all your ducks in a row. You think about your budget. You think about the place you're going to shoot, um, the models you're going to hire, uh, how much you're paying them, the photographer, the editor. You want to think about your entirety of your budget for this shoot, any accessories, um, shoes and jewelry, hats, belts, um, things of that nature. If you have to provide clothes yourself, um, if there's other sizes, if you're doing um, straight sizes and plus sizes uh, for this shoot, you definitely want to think about all of those things before you even start looking and booking people. Because once you have the budget, then you know how much you're going to pay people. If you know you can only afford, let's say, $100 for the model, just let them know that up front. Say, I have budgeted $100 for the, each model. You only have one or two models, and that's all you can budget for this time. And once you get bigger, you can be, you know, be bigger. Um, you can also ask friends, too. Like, don't be afraid of asking, you know, that cute friend of yours <laughs> to model for you, because I did that in the beginning, too. If you look at the first couple collections that I did, um, pretty much all those people are my friends. <laughs> I didn't know there wasn't any models that I did not know personally. Those are all of my friends. <laughs> so you can do it that way as well. Okay, cuties, I hope you enjoyed 
this topic of finding um, help for your photo shoots. <laughs> um, once again, this is the Harajuku Realm, a podcast about fashion, fashion entrepreneurship, and just the glam life of fashion that you all want to be a part of. You can find me online, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Tickety Talk, Twitter, YouTube at L Royalty Clothing, pretty much anywhere. Also, you can find me on my brand website at lroyaltyclothing.com. And you can find more episodes of this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts called the Harajuku Realm, where we talk all fashion, all times. (laughs) Okay, cuties, stay cute and stay unique. Bye.